Bushka Wealth Management LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole, with your host Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions and Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the financial information you need are Sue and Cole. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. My name is Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management and I'm joined by Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions as well as our co-host Tony Shore. Now, listeners, uh, if you want to get more information about what you hear today, be sure to give us a call at 715-355-4445 or uh, visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. Now, uh, also, while you're at the website, be sure to check out the radio page. Uh, you can listen to some of our past shows. You can subscribe to our program now on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And, of course, uh, if you have any questions or if you'd like a second opinion on your current uh, retirement plan, don't hesitate to reach out at any time uh, to set up a, uh, a meeting. We can do virtual meetings. We can do in-person meetings as of right now being an essential business, taking, of course, extra precautions to keep everybody safe. And, of course, that's something that uh, we didn't have to talk about until real recently. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think it's, uh, you know, everybody's real, uh, you know, reality right now. But uh, hopefully we can at some point get back to some sort of normalcy. But um, I know that's part of what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, some of the legislation that's taken place and uh, and things like that. Uh, I know in the days after the coronavirus began ravaging uh, the American economy, especially Congress really got to work quickly on uh, on what's become officially known as the CARES Act. CARES, of course, being an acronym standing for Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. CARES. Uh, and uh, after the House and Senate passed the bill with broad support, uh, of course, President Trump signed it into law. Uh, so today we're going to kind of peel that apart part and, and talk a little bit more about it so I, our listeners can better understand the key components of it and how some of it may affect uh, you and your wallet. But before we really get into our topic, let's be sure to introduce everybody here with us today virtually, of course. Uh, we've got our co-host Tony Shore and uh, Sue Bushka, my mom, and president of Bushka Retirement Solutions. Tony, how are we doing today on this fine Sunday? Well, I'm doing great considering, wow, everything <laughs> everything we're going to be talking about today and everything that's been going on, like you, I'm, I'm itching to get back to some semblance of normalcy. I can't wait for things. Yeah, I can't wait for things to get back to normal. Uh, I think we're all ready for that. And hopefully that's coming soon. Sue, how are you doing today? 
Well, I'm hanging in there. Um, as you know, Tony, I'm a very social person, so this social distancing is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all in that same boat, except yeah. for the introverts out there. Know, yeah, right? the three of us uh, are definitely yeah. in that boat. We're very yeah. social people, right? I yeah, mean, that's so right. it's pretty yeah. tough. If it's pretty tough not to be able to, you know, even friendships and everything, not to be able to get together and socialize. So it's been tough. Yeah, it, ha- it has been. And, you know, uh, like most out there, I've just been hunkering down, trying to stay safe and go about my business. But I've been keeping a close eye on the news, for better or worse, and what we should be doing in our day-to-day life to help, you know, bend that right. curve as they're talking about. But I'm also looking for some sense that there might be a light at the end of this tunnel. And I'm glad we're getting it into the CARES Act today. We're going to be talking about that one, and you guys have a lot to talk about as it relates to our listeners out there and our finances. And I can't think of a topic that's more relevant right now. Um, is it true, though, that the bill has a total price tag of $2 trillion? That's the number I keep hearing. Well, you've got it right, Tony. $2 trillion it was. And there's no shortage of outstanding news stories about the CARES Act out there right now. But uh, one that we thought was particularly well done was a piece from Investopedia.com, actually. And it was called uh, Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security CARES Act. What's in the $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill? And the bill was signed into law on March 27th of this year. And at $2 trillion, it's the largest rescue act in American history. Uh, And it's really designed to provide relief to large and small businesses, uh, various industries, individuals, and their families, and of course, gig workers and independent contractors, as well as hospitals. So obviously $2 trillion, that's, and that's real money even to, that's even real money to you and uh, Sue there. That's that's right. That's right. That's real money. Uh, That should give us plenty of critical information to discuss. So what's the first thing that jumps out to you about the CARES Act? One of the biggest elements in the new tax law is the $349 billion earmarked to support small businesses in maintaining their payroll and some overhead expenses during this economic emergency. Now, the clear goal is to keep as many workers employed as possible. So a business, nonprofit, veterans organization, or tribal business may receive a small business interruption loan of two and a half times its average monthly payroll, up to a maximum of $10 million. Now, that is if they have fewer than 500 employees or they have more than 500 employees but still qualify under the Small Business Administration standard. And then they also have to have fewer than 500 employees per physical location. And then they also um, need to have a food service or accommodation business. So it's important to note that for many businesses, most of all, the 10 million loan is forgivable. Well, that's that's nice. Uh, What does the CARES Act say about how that money can be used? Well, uh, Tony, the the loans can be used for payroll, uh, benefits, interest payments, rent, and utilities. And the fees are waived, and collateral and personal guarantees are not required in this case. 
so the payments are deferred for a minimum of six months up to one year, uh, and there aren't any prepayment penalties. Now, the bill also includes $10 billion in emergency grants for small businesses, private nonprofits, sole proprietorships, agricultural co-ops, and employee-owned firms. Now, these grants can also be converted into advances on the forgivable loans that we've already discussed. Okay. Wow. Okay. It certainly seems like this bill is something of a lifeline then for a lot of especially small businesses out there. I know we've had the, it's called the Economic Injury Disaster Loans Program for some time. Does the CARES Act change anything about that program? Well, it does actually, Tony. The CARES Act enhances the EIDL program with 10,000 emergency relief payments for small businesses that have been affected by the coronaviruses. Now, these loans don't have to be repaid, which essentially makes some grants. So small businesses can also apply for EIDL loans of up to 200000 without personal guarantees. Well, and clearly, as countless news reports are telling us, unemployment has skyrocketed since this whole thing started and coronavirus upended our lives. What does the CARES Act do for people who might be out of work right now? Well, I'm glad you brought that one up, Tony, because millions of Americans are really struggling right now. And thankfully, the CARES Act does offer some degree of relief for many of them. Now, the bill extends both eligibility and payment amounts to the unemployed. And importantly, it also significantly increases who's eligible for unemployment benefits. Essentially, every American worker other than remote online workers and those already on paid leave are eligible. Okay. So, obviously, expanding benefits to people like gig workers and contractors, uh, people who work independently, that's a big change and probably warranted. What else can you tell us about the new bill and what it offers to help the unemployed out there? Well, Tony, in addition to providing benefits to people who weren't previously eligible, the bill also covers contractors and self-employed people whose benefits have already run out, part-time workers and workers with previously insufficient work histories. Now, listeners should note, however, that the bill exempts those who can continue working remotely or who are already using paid sick leave or other leave benefits. So there's also an increase in benefit amounts and the length of time that benefits can be collected. Is that right? Yes, that's right, Tony. The window for collecting benefits has been increased from 26 weeks to 39 weeks. And the bill also funds the new federal pandemic unemployment compensation program that provides people with $600 per week on top of their regular unemployment insurance payment. And that program also gives workers who had exhausted their benefits an additional 13 weeks of payments. Wow. So our time is just about up here for the first segment. Cole, is there anything you want to add before we take a quick break? Well, although, you know, we're constantly bombarded with bad news and, of course, uh, this uh, topic today isn't necessarily uh, taking our mind off of coronavirus or anything that's related to it, but we're kind of diving further into 
what's available to help some of those people out there, it doesn't take away from the need to make sure now more than ever that your retirement strategy and your investments are aligned with your goals. Uh, and, and so for any of our listeners that are wondering maybe if they should be making some changes to their portfolio, even though they may have taken some losses, the biggest thing to remember is you don't have to make up your losses the same way that you lost them to begin with. So we do offer a second opinion strategy session. Again, that can be held uh, either in person, being an essential business, uh, or we can, of course, uh, do virtual meetings. We've been doing a lot of Zoom meetings and things like that as well. Uh, so for anybody that wants to take advantage of a second opinion, no obligation uh, whatsoever and no cost, uh, 715- 355-4445 would be the number to call or visit retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. All right. Thanks, Cole. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Bushka Retirement Solutions. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 715-355-4445 or visit us at retirewithbushka.com. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Sue Bushka from Bushka Retirement Solutions. And of course, Cole Bruner from Bushka Wealth Management. And guys, great topic today. We've been breaking down the recently signed CARES Act, and you've been telling us how it will affect America's businesses and workers. And like most big federal bills acts, it's a bit of a maze, <laughs> plenty of rules, <laughs> regulations, um, but I think so far you've done a good job breaking it down. And, uh, you know, I've been doing some reading about the bill. I've seen reference to changes in taxes and tax credits. T tell us more about that. Well, I sure can, Tony. And I also think we've done a good job so far of wading through this doorstopper of a bill. Now, as financial services professionals, few things make us more proud than using our experience to break down complex financial issues for the people that we serve. So thanks to the CARES Act, many Americans will receive a check from the federal government. Specifically, one-time direct payments of $1,200 will be sent to adults, making up to $75,000 per year, and married couples making up to $150,000 will receive $2,400. Now, families will also receive an additional payment of $500 per child. So listeners should note that the checks gradually phase out for higher incomes, dropping to zero at the 99000 mark for individuals and 198000 for joint filers. Now, the numbers we're discussing on this episode come from a really helpful article on investopedia.com called Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security, CARES Act, what's in the $2 trillion coronavirus stimulus bill. Yeah. Wow, that's a mouthful right there. It sure is. Uh, yeah, they, they made it spell out CARES. I love it. CARES, right. I, I wonder know. how long it took them to do that. So one of the things that I've been curious about uh, with all this, 
I, I think it's going to have heightened relevance for our listeners as well. And that's what the bill means for borrow. There's some stuff in there about borrowing from your retirement plan, right? Oh, that's right, Tony. And uh, that's another critical point that I think we should talk about. Uh, The CARES Act allows people to take special disbursements and loans from their tax advantage retirement accounts of up to $100,000 without any tax penalties. Uh, And it also waives the required minimum distribution rules for 401k plans and IRA accounts, uh, as well as the 10% penalty on early withdrawals of up to $100,000. Now, account holders would be able to pay back the distributions over the next three years and would also be allowed to make extra payments for the purpose of repayment. Uh, And these measures really can be utilized by anyone directly affected by the coronavirus itself or anyone who is facing economic hardship because of the virus. Ah, okay. I guess that makes sense. So, Uh, This certainly seems like the perfect time to remind people out there that before they take any actions with their retirement funds, uh, before they pull any money out or any strategies like that, they really should be talking to an experienced and trusted financial services professional like yourselves, right? That's exactly right. So are there any tax implications uh, for businesses within the CARES Act? Well, Tony, there absolutely are for businesses. I mean, the bill creates a new employee retention credit against employment taxes to urge businesses to retain and pay their workers during any quarter when their operations are partially or fully suspended because of the coronavirus. Now, listeners should be aware that credits don't extend to businesses that receive small business interruption loans. So the bill also spells out that 2020 payroll taxes will be deferred. So 50% of payroll taxes will be due in 2021 and the other 50% will be due in 2022. So additionally, 2020 business operating losses can be carried back for up to five years. Yikes, wow, okay. Uh, that makes sense, I guess. Now, uh, there's a lot to this as we as we dig in. Um, is that when you think about the size and the scope of all this of the CARES Act, combined with the fact that you know Congress historically hasn't gotten much of anything done quickly, <laughs> the speed <laughs> with the speed with which this bill was drafted um, and sent to the president and signed in law is really a, remarkable. Uh, what do you have next for us? Well, you're exactly right on that point, Tony. I mean, it has been kind of remarkable at, at uh, how uh, the the two parties have been able to work together with the president to make this stuff happen in short short order. Um, now, we do have some other stuff, uh, as you'd expect. The bill has a lot to say about health care. Uh, to begin with, the bill increases payments to health care providers by $100 billion through a combination of programs, including Medicare reimbursements, uh, grants, and other direct payments from the federal government. And it also calls for $27 billion in spending on tests, vaccine development, and medical treatment devices, as well as $16 billion in purchases for much distressed uh, uh, strategic national stockpiles. Well, and one of the things that came up a lot while the CARES Act was being discussed was a desire for medical professionals and lawmakers to emphasize adapting some rules and regulations, uh, changing a few things. What can you tell us about that? 
Well, actually quite a bit, Tony. Uh, the bill does in fact relax laws, Medicare payment regulations and drug approval rules to allow a more flexible response to the coronavirus and its fallout. And as with any major piece of legislation, it creates some new rules as well. So it also requires health insurers to cover coronavirus testing, as well as treatments and vaccines that are currently being developed. And furthermore, it protects healthcare workers from liability if they volunteer to fight the pandemic across state lines. And it also increases funding for healthcare training, education, and modernization. Huh. Well, this has really been an eye-opening look at this whole CARES Act and what it means for our listeners out there. Do you have anything else for us before we take a quick break here? Well, as we mentioned throughout all of our shows, of course, when it comes to navigating these topics, our listeners do not have to do it alone. We are helped uh, helping people provide resources and tools that they can use to ensure that they're on the right track. Uh, given the current environment, it's all the more important to make sure that your finances are in order uh, for what comes next. So for any of our listeners that are thinking about getting a second opinion, we encourage them to give us a call at 715 715- Three five five four 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 five right now, or visit retirewithbushka.com to schedule a complimentary, no obligation consultation today. All right, thanks, Cole, and listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages: sixty-two, sixty-six, or seventy. But did you know that there are over twenty thousand calculations that could be run? to determine the best time for you to file? Call Bushka Retirement Solutions at 715-355-4445 or visit retirewithbushka.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our hosts, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. And today, our conversation has been all about the recently signed CARES Act. It's a bill that will likely impact tens of millions of Americans, either directly or indirectly. And you've already talked about how the bill spells out relief for large and small businesses, individual workers, as well as some general rules, uh, you know, in borrowing from retirement plans. So what do you have for us next? I think that the next area to consider is how the bill seeks to improve current economic stability. All told, the bill allocates $500 billion in targeted loans and guarantees to a plethora of industries. For example, it extends $25 billion to passenger airlines and $4 billion to air cargo carriers and also $17 billion for businesses designated as critical to national security. So another $454 billion is allocated for program and lending facilities that are operated by the Federal Reserve to support businesses as well as states and municipalities. Yeah, and while this bill is was being debated, I know there was a lot of conversation about how federal money should come with clear conditions to ensure it's being used as intended. Uh, What insights do you have on that? Well, Tony, there certainly are a number of restrictions. Uh, For example, stock buybacks, dividend payments, and labor force cuts of more than 10% are strictly banned. 
furthermore, loans issued by the Treasury are to, uh, are to include equity or senior debt from borrowers. And unlike small business interruption loans, economic st uh, stabilization loans are not forgivable. Oh, they're not. Okay. So uh, that's different there. What about regulations or specific industries like airlines, for example? Well, with regards to airlines, Tony, any airline receiving a loan must maintain service to its existing destinations and routes. Additionally, air travel, excise, and fuel taxes will be suspended for the rest of 2020. And now $32 billion is also earmarked for payroll assistance for airlines and their contractors. Now, expanding out from airlines, uh, loans to mid-sized uh, mid businesses categorized as those with 500 to 1,000 employees come with conditions that jobs must not be outsourced or offshored and that union contracts must be honored. Okay, that makes sense. Since the virus, you know, it's put our economy into chaos, basically, we've there's been a lot of concern from local and state governments about whether or not they'll have the means to meet the various needs of uh, the people. Uh, does the CARES Act do anything to address this concern? Well, it really does, Tony. The bill directs as much as $150 billion in assistance through the Coronavirus Relief Fund. And of that, $3 billion is reserved for federal territories, and $8 billion is dedicated to tribal governments. So the payments are to be divided proportionately based on population. Well, yeah, and this has been a vital topic today. And, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier the CARES Act and its rule changes and requirements is definitely worth talking to a financial services professional about, like yourselves, uh, somebody you can trust, fiduciaries who are going to look at where you're at, where things are going, and how this is all going to impact you, right? Well, you're absolutely right, Tony. And before you make any financial decisions based on what's been reported about the CARES Act, it's critical to get a second opinion. Now, this isn't the time to go it alone or act hastily. This is the time to rely on a, uh, a strong financial strategy uh, that you've worked with a qualified financial services professional to craft. Okay. Yeah, this is that's really important, and I know you guys are more than happy to do virtual meetings with folks out there. Uh, this has been a great episode, but we've run out of time. Do you have anything else for us before we go? Oh, well, just two final things. Uh, just to piggyback on what you were just mentioning, of course, we do offer those complimentary consultations for anybody that's trying to figure out if they should be making adjustments to their plans in light of the current chaos that's been going on, uh, both uh, economically and uh, health-wise. Um, and so they can take advantage of a second opinion, a complimentary uh, a discussion, either virtually or in person, whatever they prefer. And they can call us at 715-355-4445, or they can visit us at retirewithbushka.com. And uh, while you're at the website, be sure to check out our events page. We do have, on April 21st, an upcoming uh, webinar uh, that we'll be hosting for anybody that's uh, wondering if they should be maybe making some adjustments to their portfolios. It's a great educational tool that they can take advantage of. Um, and uh, and learn a little bit more about what's going on currently and also some other important topics to consider when putting together a plan for retirement. So again, that's retirewithbushka.com. Click on events and you can RSVP to the webinar right there on the website. 
All right, and that does it for today's episode of Financially Speaking with our hosts, Sue and Cole. Thank you for listening to Financially Speaking with Sue and Cole. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Sue and Cole at Bushka Retirement Solutions and Bushka Wealth Management. Call 715-355-4445 or visit them online at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Bushka Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin. Insurance products and services are offered through Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. Bushka Wealth Management, LLC and Bushka Retirement Solutions, Inc. are affiliated companies. Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, Bushka Retirement Solutions, LLC, and Bushka Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.